What if you could say an all-in yes to yourself for 2022? What if you could commit fully to the things you said you were going to do, to the vision that you have, and to be in the room with a mentor who will hold you accountable, cast an even wider vision for you, and give you the strategy, tools, tactics, and support to ensure that these things come to fruition. Welcome to the iconic experience. Oh, just like comes out of me from the depths of my soul, this program, if I can even call it that. It's just not. That's why it's called the iconic experience. It is an experience. And it is one of the biggest gifts I've ever put out into the world. You are going to be part of a mastermind, a high level executive roundtable of perfectly welcomed in and invited in souls who will collaborate with you and network with you and stretch you and share ideas and all the goodness that comes out of a mastermind is so extraordinary. So you're going to have that every month. You're going to have group Voxer. So that mastermind stays active and you can drop in and ask questions and really share with one another and build deep, meaningful relationships. And on top of that, I thought, what could I do to expand this beyond something that I've seen out there in this world? And that is you have a full iconic experience by welcoming yourself into the rooms of everything I launch live in 2022. So you do not need to contemplate whether you should or do I want to invest. You get to sit back and receive for the entire year as the result of a single yes to yourself. One yes gets you a mastermind for the entire year full of really wicked women, group Voxer with these same women and myself, and you walk in the room for all the live coaching programs that I launch in 2022. You're just in. You're in the room. So this is really for the woman who is ready to lead, lead herself, lead her business, lead her life. And if this sounds like, ooh, it's a prayer I've been asking for, and I just want to say yes to something and just enjoy the experience versus looking constantly for the next thing, the next answer, the next coach, oh, the confusion, the chaos, the energy that is expended through that. Welcome to the iconic experience. You can come into the DMs tell me you're interested, ask the questions. I am so excited to answer them and to get to know you and see if this is a fit for you. Welcome to the best year of your life in 2022. And I'm telling you right now, the iconic experience is going to be like the rocket that's going to take you to the whole new level, the one that you've been asking for. And I just gave everything to try to win them over, to try to understand. And so my energy, my attention, my heart, my everything went into doing backflips and somersaults and dancing and wooing them to try to win their affection back and have them validate me again. Ooh, that just came through. I didn't even realize that, but that's a lesson too. (laughs) So there's going to be some nuggets dropped in throughout these lessons. Welcome to the Becoming Iconic Podcast. I am your host, Jen Spiegel. I am a life, business, and brand stylist. And after years of helping thousands of female entrepreneurs grow successful businesses and lives, I was called to bring these delicious conversations forward for those of you who are ready to build, expand, and actually enjoy all the desires of your heart. 
I'm so confident that this podcast will support you as you start to elevate and pursue the highest version of yourself. Thank you for being here. Sink in and enjoy. Welcome to today's Soul Spark, where I am going to pour some big, juicy leadership lessons out to you. These five leadership lessons come from a moment in my life where I was deeply hurt and felt deeply betrayed through a partnership in business. And I'm sharing this story with you because I realize right now there are a lot of strained relationships going on just from the divide, the culture of our world right now. And so I feel so called to be a voice that potentially helps heal those relationships or allows you to heal from those relationships and circumstances. So I talk about this from a business perspective, but know that this may resonate if you have somebody in your life, in your family, any relationship right now where you may be feeling hurt, betrayed, just really in conflict, especially internally over a situation that may have happened. And I have not always shared these stories because for me, it's not about looking back. It's not about digging and sort of picking at that wound. But I know now as I'm growing and developing, it's not this story I'm sitting in. I have applied the lessons to my life and it has been one of the greatest teachers. This story I'm about to tell you was one of the greatest teachers and moments in my entire life, especially when it comes to leadership. And so I share this from a very healed place. And I believe that that is part of our responsibility. If you have a voice, if you have a community, that we share these stories once we have walked through them and have healed from them and have these gorgeous lessons to now turn around and teach. So be mindful of that. If you are in a situation right now where you are still in the forgiveness, in the sorting, in the tender parts of the situation, it may not be time to teach this just yet. So I just wanted to say that because I think that's an important piece that a lot of people miss in leadership is they start to teach while they're still in it. I strongly suggest you teach when you've come out of it because that's when you'll have the most robust, beautiful lessons and they come through with such love and grace. I also want to say this was my experience. So Obviously, there are other people involved, and I believe there's two sides to every story, and the truth always falls somewhere in between. This was my experience of this situation, how it felt, and how I walked through a situation. I'm very vulnerable today, so this might be a cup of coffee moment for you. Go grab a cup of coffee, and I would actually love for you to save this podcast because I believe this is one of those golden nugget podcasts that you can come back to in a moment where maybe right now you don't have conflict. Maybe right now you're not working through a hurt or betrayed partnership. But I do know as a part of leadership, that will happen, that will come. And this may be the very advice, the words that you desire to hear to support you walking through a situation. So I'm going to tell you the story and I'm going to give you these lessons and I'm just so excited to really lean in more and more to leadership. It's my calling. So years ago, so this is a long time ago, years ago I had a business partnership and she was a leader and she was fantastic. And we had more laughing, fun memories than I can count. We laughed all the time. 
I still can't even think about those stories, those memories without giggling because we just laughed and we laughed hard. So our partnership in business became a friendship as well. And I remember picking up the phone one day and she told me she was making a pivot. She was moving on and leaving the business. And I remember making a very split second decision in that moment to remove ego and listen and give grace and understanding. It felt like a moment where I could break a friendship or continue to cultivate a friendship. And it was important to me to cultivate it. So I ended up listening and hearing her out and leaving the door open and just really not allowing the bruised ego, because there was a little bit of bruised ego, if I'm being honest, not allowing that to show up in the conversation, keeping that to myself and working on that behind the scenes, but instead just listening to her and, and just giving her that grace. So I was really proud of myself for how I handled that situation because I hadn't always done it that well. And so I felt like we had left things on a really nice note and that we could move on in, in our separate directions, but we would still be connected. What I didn't realize was that behind the scenes where I wasn't participating, there was a rumble. And this rumble was this person deciding to use me, her leader, as her exit strategy. So rather than own her truth and her story and why she was leaving, she decided rather than talk to people about that or proclaim it or own it, she would point the finger and blame me as the reason she was leaving. I was so deeply hurt, so hurt. And so much of what was being said was the polar opposite to what had happened. Here's the thing that created just a really deep wound for me was there were people that pulled up a seat at this table. There were other people who I was leading who decided to point their finger at me and blame me for, hear this, this is really important, their perceived lack. Their perceived lack. Because I don't believe we live in lack unless we choose that. So because their businesses weren't growing as fast as they wanted it to or whatever it was that they were not happy with, they decided to point the finger and blame. And people will often do this. I had a leader years ago share this with me and I've, I've hung on to it. I just think it's fantastic advice. You're either in blaming mode, in justification mode, or in building mode. Those are really the three categories. Are you blaming your situation, your circumstances, a leader, a person for where you feel stuck? Or are you justifying it? You know, I'm a mom and, or people don't understand, I'm working a job and trying to build this business. Are you justifying yourself or are you building? Are you in the deep end, getting your knees dirty, scuffing your elbows, are you in one of those three categories? This is a really big lesson. I didn't even know was going to come through in this podcast, but something really important for you to now discern. Where are you right now? So this handful of people took a seat around the table and definitely sunk into blaming mode. My response to that, I'm not necessarily proud of, but it was my journey and it was one of the biggest leadership lessons I've, I've ever had. I sat in doubt and victimhood for years. So listen to that. This was a moment. This situation didn't last years, but it did in my world, in my body, in my mind, in my heart, in my spirit, this white knuckle grip to why me? Why did they do this to me? 
I've been nothing but good to them. I have done more than I possibly know I could do. I was birthing babies and texting within an hour of birthing babies. I mean, I've just done more than I thought I could. Why me? And I lived there for a really long time, friends. And there's five lessons that came through when I reached the other side. And I'd love to share them with you right now. They're important. They're poignant. And again, this is that podcast to save because these five leadership lessons will walk you through a situation and will really elevate you and keep your vision, your eyes, your heart clear. Trust me on that. So lesson number one, when you turn your eyes away from the hundreds, and in my circumstances, it was hundreds and thousands of heartbeats, okay? Not just a few, hundreds and thousands of heartbeats were sitting in the room so appreciative of my leadership, so grateful, so loving. They were so kind. They were so generous. They were incredible humans with big dreams, big goals, and looking at me as their leader to guide them and serve them and pour into them. And what I did was I completely turned my body, my energy to this one table. And you know this table, you've all been in the room. It's not a table at the front. It's in the far back corner. So I had to look over all these tables of people, and I'm saying this, you know, as a picture, something for you to imagine, but it it really is like that. (laughs) It's this table in the far back corner, because that's where they sit. And I just gave everything to try to win them over, to try to understand. And so my energy, my attention, my heart, my everything went into doing backflips and somersaults and dancing and wooing them to try to win their affection back and have them validate me again. Ooh, that just came through. I didn't even realize that, but that's a lesson too. (laughs) So there's going to be some nuggets dropped in throughout these lessons. And so what I did by doing that is turn my shoulder or even in fact turn my back on these hundreds and thousands of heartbeats that were like, but Jen, we love you. We love what you teach We're so excited to be in the room with you. We are so excited to hear your wisdom. We're over here, but I could not see it. So that is lesson number one. Turn your eyes and your heart on all of the people in your life who are so grateful and loving and kind towards you. Then the very few, there's only a few who don't. And one of the things I had to forgive myself, I really had to do a lot of forgiveness and personal forgiveness for really turning my whole body, but my spirit away from all of these humans who were so kind and who really would have held me, to be honest with you, in that situation, but I could not see it at the time. Lesson number two, it's really easy to sit in the self-doubt and the victimhood for longer than necessary. And that was my journey. I sat in this story for a really long time. I talked myself out of success over and over again. I would start to hit the brink of massive breakthroughs in my business and just know my business remained steady. From the outside looking in, you would have never noticed or known these things were going on, but inside I was full of turmoil. Just stay dim, Jen. Just do enough 
that you're serving, but not too much that you have too much success and people start to notice you because I felt very unsafe. I felt like I couldn't trust people. I went into this really deep pit and that pit got deeper and deeper and I stayed there longer and longer. And that was another big area of self-forgiveness, of allowing myself to stay there for so long and get comfortable. I mean, I took a seat. I took a seat and I put my feet up and I got in the comfy position and I stayed there and remained there for a really long time. And what's really interesting on the other side is it was a temporary situation. It was this moment, this drop in my life, but it rippled into years because I allowed it. Don't do that, okay? Do the work, do the therapy. It's when I started to really dive into inner work and healing that I was able to walk through this. If I think to myself still, if only I'd done that from the beginning, where would I be? But I also know that's a part of my lesson and journey that I get to give to you. This was all to build my leadership. I know that now and I'm grateful for it. But there's still that tiny sliver of me that's like, ah, that was a lot of wasted energy and time and movement, really. I was I was walking at a very slow pace. What would have my life been like if I had just walked at a regular pace? I'm not even saying I needed to keep sprinting. So keep that in mind. How long are you going to allow this situation to penetrate your life? Lesson number three, a leader is just an easy target to blame. It's just easy. She has the success. She's living an incredible life. She seems to have it all together. And so what do we do when we're in perceived lack? We go, well, she didn't do what she said she was going to do. She didn't answer me right away. She and we start to blame, blame, blame. It's so easy to blame our mentors and our leaders. And I want to warn us and I want to hold us accountable to that. There are times where a crucial conversation needs to happen with your mentor or leader and, and have it. But have it. Don't sit there and blame and point because really what's happening is you're being who I was for years, right? I mean, I let this finger pointing. I was in fact doing exactly what they were doing. It was because they were mean to me and I mean, I, I lived in that. It's the same thing. It's just how you look at it. Don't be surprised when someone blames you. The antidote to this situation, so when this drops in, the antidote is confidence and integrity. If you are a confident leader, you know firmly who you are, what you have to offer, you know your mission, you are so confident in your service and you are sinking yourself, like soaking yourself in integrity, when someone blames you, it will not penetrate. It's almost as though you have a force field around you and it bounces off. You still feel it. Just There's still the bounce off. You still feel it, but it doesn't penetrate. It doesn't come in. It doesn't pierce you the way it pierced me. I wasn't in confidence. I was in integrity. I can always say that, but I wasn't in confidence. And so because I was lacking confidence, it was really easy to chip away at that and for me to lose any confidence I did have. So as a leader, stand in confidence, be in integrity. So when it comes at you, which it will, there's that saying, if you want to be liked by everyone, sell ice cream. I mean, that's the truth. If you're making great strides in life, moving mountains, of course people are going to be triggered 
by your beautiful example, of course. But if you're standing firmly and in integrity, mm, you feel it, but it just doesn't come in. And that's a really beautiful feeling to have. What are we on? Lesson number four, right? Lesson number four. Yeah. When you show up consistently and with ethics, so consistency tied with ethics, and someone says something about you or wants to attack your character, whatever it may be, I want you to know that no one is going to believe them. And that was my experience. I couldn't see it at the time, but the hundreds and thousands of people were scratching their head going, what's wrong with these people? Like, whatever, Jen, let's go. But again, I was paying attention to the very few. I mean, there was a handful. It wasn't like there was even dozens. I mean, we're talking about this very few small table in the back corner. See, people didn't believe them because they knew who I was. They knew they could count on me. They knew I was an ethical person. And so if you stand in that and hold yourself to that, when people talk or gossip about you or want to blame or justify through you, no one will believe them. That is one of the most beautiful lessons to take and place on your heart. Isn't that empowering? I mean, just think, the way you treat people matters. The way you show up matters. And when you do that consistently with integrity, confidence, and ethics, what other people say will just bounce off of other people as well. The the community is going to be like, whatever, that's not been my experience, whatever. Woo, that person's been triggered. I mean, it's just what happens. So sink into that and own that and hold that. I mean, it's just all of a sudden it's like you can sit illustrator, can't you? And lesson number five, the last one, and a really beautiful one. Remember, there are way more people. I mean, way more. The ratio is completely out of balance. There's way more people who love you and appreciate you and desire your leadership and desire your relationship and partnership than there are who don't. And it's really easy in those moments when someone is attacking, when someone is blaming, when someone is hurting you, it's really easy to feel like the world is coming down on you, but it's not. Look around, look at the heartbeats, pay attention to them. It's a time to really focus in on those people in your life, in your community, in your family, in your relationships who adore you. Turn your eyes onto them and remember that there are way more, way more heartbeats excited to be with you than the very few who are not. These five lessons I hold dearly, I am grateful for, and they have really changed the way I walk into leadership, into partnerships, and how I hold myself day in and day out. I gift these to you. It was a situation that hurt deeply. There's still a scar. I can't lie. There's still a scar, but that scar is healed. It's there, but I I look at it with loving eyes now to know why that was my situation, why that was my experience. It was to chisel me into who I am today and to give this to you, to pour this out to you so that maybe if you are in it or you go through it, You don't spend as much time wading in the waters. Instead, you hold yourself to your integrity, you hold yourself to your ethics, and you turn your eyes and heart onto all the people who you are building and who you are surrounded with. I love you so much. 
go and lead friends. Lead boldly and with a big open heart. Have a great day. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you know how deeply grateful I am for the time and space you give to the Becoming Iconic podcast. It is an honor and a privilege to show up here twice a week and pour into you. And thank you for those five-star reviews that you've been giving and those beautiful compliments. It means so much. And the time you spend to do that is just the most beautiful way to give back. The other thing I want to challenge us to as a community is to share more. It's so simple to copy this link into a text to a friend who you think would benefit from what you just listened to or share it into your stories. Make sure to tag me, by the way, because I love resharing and allowing your network to maybe discover something that they wouldn't have if it weren't for you. And just a gentle reminder that jenspiegel.com, that website was designed for you, for you in mind and what you need in your life and business, the blog, the resources, the different ways of working together, they all sit there and they're available to you. So I challenge you to go over there, make it a habit of checking out what's new and exciting. At the end of the day, I just want you to know I love this community. I appreciate being able to show up for you and I just want you to make it a great day.